Brigden. Yes, for the ancient peoples that revered the ox as a sacred animal, such an associative interpretation of this knowledge was typical indeed. More precisely, the bull, the cow, and the snake, as well as other representatives of the tangible animal world, whom I have already mentioned, were made holy by people only because, at one time, the invisible structure of the human being and the world was explained to the previous generations using them as an example. The same applies to the plant world. The animals themselves, reptiles or plants, have nothing to do with this. This is akin to taking an apple and comparing it with the shape of the soul in the transitional state. One can say that the soul is approximately the same, round in shape, that its shells have yellow and red colors. Just like an apple ripens in the sun as a fruit, so does the soul, figuratively speaking, ripen when a person develops spiritually. So then, if the spiritual component of this knowledge is lost, then for the next generations, the apple will become a sacred fruit which will be worshipped since it was written down in the sacred texts of their ancestors. That is how the animal mind materializes everything spiritual in the human system in order to establish its power. In earlier times, the basic spiritual practices were explained almost at the elementary level, essentially just like nowadays. In other words, they took common associative examples of the three-dimensional world, understandable to a person in everyday life. It was only necessary so that he could grasp the initial stages of spiritual work. With his further spiritual development, the need for this disappeared because the person got a personal experience of being on the invisible side of reality, the spiritual world. And that reality is impossible to explain in human words. That is why spiritual people understand each other without words. While those who do not know about the other side yet are fighting a losing battle, trying to grasp with logic that which can only be understood with feelings. It is for the latter that such coarse associations of the material world were given. So getting back to the sacred symbols of the image of the bull, in the associative interpretation of ancient people, the bull's eyes represented a conditional symbol of the lateral essences, an elongated nose with a mouth, speaking or rather mooing about the past, meant the back essence, and the top part of the head with arched horns stood for the front essence in the form of a crescent with horns pointing upwards, the sign of a lot, and as a symbol of the possibility of leaving for the other world. On the bull's body they usually placed the sign of the circle in which six lines were inscribed like a star with six rays. The latter is a symbol of six material dimensions ruled by the animal mind. And if the six rays of the star looked like a diagonal cross intersected with a horizontal line, then the two horizontal rays, the minuses, pointed also to the control by a person of his lateral essences, or conversely, to their activity, 
depending on additional signs. Incidentally, special emphasis was made on the bull's body, either on the abdomen as an associative image of the container of the animal world, or on the back in the associative understanding of the carrier, base of the material world. Appropriate signs were placed there. Later, when religion appeared as an institution of power and control, total destruction of the old beliefs began, and some priests turned the symbol of the bull into a sacred image to be worshipped by the masses, concealing the true knowledge, while other priests, fighting for their own power, started interpreting the bull as a negative image along with that knowledge that it embodied. Anastasia, such a substitution of an associative image for a sacred one is also traced in modern beliefs nowadays. In such religions as Hinduism, Jainism, and Zoroastrianism, the cow is still revered as a sacred animal. In Hinduism, eating its meat is taboo, and earlier, in the first centuries of the Common Era, Rulers of India regarded the killing of cows by any resident as a terrible crime, which was punishable by death. Not to mention the fact that all the products and waste of this animal in these religions are still considered to be sacred and cleansing and panacea for all the spiritual and physical ailments. So what has remained of spiritual knowledge? Practically nothing just general philosophy with the material inclination of worshipping an ordinary animal. As a result, entire generations of people, instead of actually working on themselves in a spiritual aspect, are appeasing a common, ruminant, cloven-hoofed animal. Richten Yes, the animal mind is strong in its substitutions. Anastasia how quickly, after all, it implements its substitutions into the human consciousness and how long they remain in the human society. All these ancient cultures that existed on the territory of ancient Eurasia and their echoes testify that people possessed spiritual knowledge, which was more important to them than everyday life. Apart from the above-mentioned cultures, there are many others that existed in the ancient times and had the same symbols and signs. For example, the Hasuna and Halaf cultures, 5th millennium BC, the present Iraq territory, northern Mesopotamia, Syria, and Turkey. These cultures existed before emergence of the Sumerian civilization, the Zagros culture, settlements of the encampments Ganj Daray and Ali Kosh, 7th to 6th millennium BC in the Zagros Mountains, modern-day Iran, the Margoch culture at the foothills of the Sulaymaniyah Mountains, 4th to 5th millennium BC, modern Pakistan territory, the Anau culture, 5th millennium BC, near the modern city of Ashgabat, Turkmenistan. And that's far from the entire list, which actually covers large territories of people's settlement in those days, from Europe to Siberia and from Africa to Asia. And everywhere, you can find similar graphic symbols, one and the same geometrical signs 
which were richly painted on house walls and tableware. Rigdon, I shall say even more. Pay attention to the fact that an abundance of such signs is found exactly in the areas located close in proximity to those places that were important since ancient times, in a spiritual sense. I mean those places where at some point in time, spiritual people who had appropriate knowledge activated certain working signs, the power of influence of which was preserved for millennia. Anastasia Are you saying that these places are not anomalous zones of energy emission? That is, they're not of natural origin, but of an artificial one? That they once were created thanks to the activation of certain working signs? Rigdon. Yes, it is sufficient to follow the events, at least within the available historical data, especially in the spiritual aspect, which occurred in the places you listed, where at some point in time, signs were activated. Anastasia. Actually, yes. If, for example, we take the Tripulian civilization, modern city Kiev, for instance, is still being called an open chakran, a place of power. And if you consider that there was a lotus temple there in ancient times, and next to it there were settlements of the Tripulian civilization with an abundance of sacred signs and symbols known not only in ancient Europe, but also on other continents, Rigdon smiling. But why are you saying that the Lotus Temple was? Anastasia. Well, yes. In fact, if we continue comparing places of power, some interesting moments in the history of the civilization's spiritual life become visible. For example, if we consider the east coast of Greece near Larissa City, close to it there is also the mountainous peninsula Halkidiki. Holy Mount Athos. Indeed, today it is the world's largest concentration of the Orthodox monkhood, the spiritual dwelling which is revered by many people as the abode of the Holy Mother of God. There, for over a thousand years, prayers have been uttered unceasingly, and everywhere there are ancient symbols and images of the Mother of God and Archangel Gabriel. It will just suffice to mention the Vatopedi Monastery, erected in honor of the Annunciation to the Blessed Virgin Mary, or the St. Pantelemon Monastery, Rusik Rosikon, on Mount Athos. After all, back in the day, Agapit of Pechersk was directly involved in the spiritual activity of these ancient monasteries. Indeed, These are significant events in time, which have remote consequences in the distant future. Rigdon. And it all began with the activation of signs. Anastasia. Yes, Greece and signs are inseparable concepts. The Balkan Peninsula territory in the past, somewhere from the 3rd to the 2nd millennium BC, is an area of the Aegean expansion, or as it is also called, the Credo-Mycenaean culture. This is one of the mysterious cultures. Judging by the art monuments, the feminine principle was honored in it also, and the writing system was rich with signs and symbols. As far as I know, the Cypriot Minoan writing, 
from which the Cypriot writing system subsequently ensued, has not yet been deciphered, and the signs of the Cypriot writing are very similar to the signs of Tripulian and other ancient cultures. In other words, the signs have remained, but their original meaning has been lost. Rigdon, everything once had one root. There was one language and same signs, but now the language is forgotten. Although the signs have remained, only people lost the spiritual component of the knowledge about these signs. But the memory of the power of the signs' influence has remained in the human being at the genetic level. If you look at the preferences of every personality, what symbols it intuitively pays attention to the most, and which comfortable for it ornament it surrounds itself with, even in everyday life, then we can see those same basic signs and symbols. It is enough to take a look at what patterns surround a person on everyday objects, what decorations are in the interior and exterior of the house, and even on personal things. At that, not only at home, but also at work, signs and symbols of businesses or companies, logos of different everyday items, internet sites, and so on. For people, this is so commonplace that they do not even question from where the root of their desire grows, of such subconscious preference for certain signs and symbols, why they surround themselves with them, and how this influences their lives. Anastasia Yes, that's a fact. I had never really thought about it until I came across the knowledge given by you. I remember that after I first heard this information and turned my attention to my home environment, the realization of what surrounded me all along was a revelation for me. There were patterns and basic ornaments around, emphasizing what I subconsciously strived for in my life. Furthermore, some of them were working signs. So every day, seeing all of this before me, I unknowingly activated them with my attention, and thus my life was influenced entirely according to my choice, based on my personality's secret subconscious preferences. Richten, a close observation of oneself leads to interesting discoveries. A person finds in himself that which before, at times, he would easily notice only in others. Anastasia Yes, this was a true revelation for me back then, which allowed me to adjust my life in this respect as well. And now you have intrigued me by the very idea of tracking the places of science activation starting at times of high antiquity. If analyzed, then it all falls into place, just like parts of a jigsaw puzzle. For example, Russia, the southern part of the Ural Mountains, the southern Urals are rich not only in signs and symbols, but also in mysterious, anomalous places. Also there, near Chebarkul, archaeologists found that very country of towns with the one culture which we have already mentioned in our conversation. These are ancient cities which existed in the 4th to 3rd millennium BC on the territory of the present Chelyabinsk and Orenburg regions, Bashkortostan, Russia, and northern Kazakhstan. 
that is, there actually was an entire civilization during the period of ancient Egypt. These towns were originally well-designed and had a complex architectural blueprint. Furthermore, in addition to rectangular forms, many of them had a distinct circular shape, while others were egg-shaped, semi-oval, apparently drawing a parallel with the cosmic egg which was known in the mythology of many ancient peoples. Generally, it should be noted that the ancient cultures of Siberia, which cover large areas of western Siberia, the southern Urals, and the western part of Central Asia, are very rich in symbols and signs. But on the other hand, this is not surprising. After all, the entrance to Shambhala is nearby. Rigdon. Absolutely. The signs and symbols of those places are the richest and the most interesting for the researcher. But still, in order to have at least a general idea about them and see where the roots are growing out of, it is better to cover a larger area for comparing signs and symbols from the western Siberia of Russia to the mountains of India, from the Iranian Zagros Mountains to the Mongolian Plateau. Anastasia. Suffice it to mention Altai, with its unique archaeological findings and the presence of anomalous areas. The Zagros mountain range, modern Iran, is also quite mysterious, given the presence of many kilometers of limestone caves, which have retained not only their nature, but also human secrets, symbols, and signs for millennia. And if we consider the spiritual history of generations of the people who lived in those places, then we get rather interesting comparisons. To the west side of the Zagros Mountains, there are valleys of Mesopotamia, which is the location of the Sumerian city-states in the 4th to 3rd millennium BC. Again, the Sumerian culture is associated with the same main signs and symbols that other ancient peoples had. And some of their sacred legends, for example, about the flood and the Paradise Island, were later on borrowed by the Jewish priests as they were drafting the texts, which would subsequently be included in the Bible, but of course without referencing the Sumerian civilization as the source. Well, and of course, one must not forget to mention Prophet Zarathustra, who preached the teaching about Ahura Mazda on these territories of ancient Persia in the first millennium BC, which are located precisely in the Zagros Mountains. After all, the holy book Avesta and Zoroastrianism religion were created based on this teaching, and they had a significant impact on many people of subsequent generations, not only of those places. As far as I know, this ideological concept of Zoroastrianism was once very popular in the East and had an impact on the formation of such mass religions as Manichaeism, Mithraism, Judaism, and also the Christian sect of Cathars who quickly spread their influence in Western Europe in the 11th to 13th centuries AD and whose religious beliefs were considered as dangerous heresy by the Roman Catholic Church. Well, this chain of discoveries becomes more interesting every time. 
Next, the archaeological culture Mergorg at the foothills of the Suleimania Mountains, modern Pakistan. Rigdon, the most ancient cultures of Hindustan in the Indus Valley. Yes, those were very interesting times in terms of activating signs. Anastasia, I remember you once told us about one of the global points of the junction, location of the world's largest plexus of mountains in Asia, the formation of the systems of the highest mountains of the planet, Pamir, Hindu Kush, and the Karakoram. And in the context of this story, you touched upon the subject of a highly developed culture that existed not far from those places 5,000 years ago, that is in the 3rd millennium BC. You had me so intrigued with this information that I made a more in-depth study of this issue. As of today, archaeologists conditionally call this culture the Indus Valley, or using another name, the Harappan Civilization which is named after an archaeological site in Harappa in the western part of South Asia, Pakistan, West Punjab. Actually, I was rather impressed by this quite developed civilization. It existed for thousands of years on a fairly large area, bigger than other ancient states of that time, had a centralized urban structure and also a stable culture which remained unchanged for millennia, despite the fact that people of different races and nationalities lived there, just like what we had in the Soviet Union. But unlike the Union, residents of the Harappan civilization seemed to possess spiritual knowledge, and this information was available to many people. The Harappan, Indus Valley, civilization, as you then brought it to our attention, existed during the times of Sumer and ancient Egypt, before the arrival of the Aryans in those lands, and before the creation of the sacred Vedas. But it is just amazing what kind of knowledge people of this civilization had. Your information was like an eye-opener for me to many historical and archaeological messages, and it was quite surprising why archaeologists do not notice such obvious facts. During the excavations, just like in the Trapelian civilization of ancient Europe and Chetelhoyuk of West Asia, many female figurines made of terracotta were found there, which points to the veneration of the mother goddess and the feminine principle, that is, of the creating forces of Allah. In the places of existence of the Harappan civilization, archaeologists discovered several large altars with wells and clearings for ablutions. In essence, this proves that knowledge about special magical transformation with the help of water when a person with spiritual faith performs an ablution during religious rituals was known a long time ago. But the most amazing thing is of course the Harappan script, which has not yet been decrypted. Scientists find some similar signs in the Sumerian script and voice an opinion regarding proximity to the Hittite hieroglyphic writing. Furthermore, they have discovered that almost 50 characters of the Harappan culture are similar to the signs of Easter Island. 
Have a look at the location of the South Pacific, in fact of Easter Island itself, and India and Pakistan, which is the location of the ancient Harappan culture. They are separated by a distance of 13,000 kilometers and thousands of years' time. This points to the fact that these signs and symbols were known in different parts of the world at different times. Rigdon. That is so. I have already said that these signs and symbols, which contained basic knowledge about the world and the human being, were present on virtually all of the continents, despite the fact that local peoples gave their own coloring to their interpretation at different times. Anastasia. The importance of some signs, in my opinion, proves another fact of a kind of a hunt for them. Take, for instance, the story of Easter Island's ancient writing system. In that area, the knowledge about signs and symbols, as well as their use in written language, disappeared quite recently, in the middle of the 19th century, when the island was invaded by the Western civilization with people who had sailed on the Dutch and the Spanish ships. The world learned about the unusual writing system of the island from a Catholic missionary who visited the place. The locals of Easter Island kept records with special signs on wooden boards which were present in almost every home. But at the same time, after revealing the signs of Easter Island to the Europeans, this missionary and his followers did everything to destroy this writing system and burn it as pagan heresy. And what has remained of this culture which existed just recently? Several hundred huge head sculptures as high as multi-storied buildings, weighing from 20 tons and scattered around the whole of Easter Island, and also a couple dozen boards with literary texts, which miraculously remained intact, as well as a staff and a breast ornament with writing. At that, the latter are scattered throughout different museums of the world. The impression is that the world's priests, having learned about these signs and symbols, did everything to destroy them. Even despite the fact that these were already meager remnants of the once former knowledge. Rigdon. Well, the archons are not sleeping. They act. Of all the people, they understand what signs are and all the more so what an activated sign at work is. Anastasia The saddest thing is that this is not an isolated case as far as the total destruction of the knowledge is concerned. At the beginning of the 20th century, one European anthropologist traveled to South Africa. While in the belt of the Drakensberg Mountains, the very same mountains where the Bushmen left their rock inscriptions, he came upon a village of the Basutu people. He was surprised at the fact that all the walls of the conically shaped mud houses with thatched roofs were painted with a different colored ornament, which the homeowners diligently looked after. It turns out that this was the writing system of that nation, in which each sign and symbolic detail of the ornament meant something. The ethnographer, published his discovery in one of the specialized magazines to draw the attention of linguists. But in response, there was, as they say, silence. And when many years later, 
some specialists accidentally discovered this message, and a group of scientists headed to that area to explore this unusual writing system, it turned out that someone had already done some serious work to eradicate this ornamented language out of the consciousness of the Basutu people. Rigdon, smiling ironically, Well, why someone? Immediately after the publication of that ethnographer, other specialists arrived in the region of the Drakensberg Mountains in short order. After all, during that time, the Basutu nation was under British protection. The British authorities, who were manipulated by the Freemasons, had not interfered much in the affairs of this nation before this case. Their forest guardianship over the African nation was related more to diamond mines, kimberlite pipes containing diamonds that had been discovered not far away from those places. But as soon as the information related to the sign and the ornamented script of this people appeared, the Freemasons reacted to it much faster than to the presence of diamonds in the same places of South Africa in its time. So these specialists, who arrived as Catholic missionaries, promptly created a new writing system, Sisuto, based on Latin for these peoples, opened schools, and began teaching the script and English language, forcibly weaning new generation away from the language and the writing of their ancestors. They filled people's heads so much that by the time the linguistic scholars came there, it turned out that even 70-year-old people no longer remembered the writing of their fathers because they had only been taught English and Sisuta. As a result, the local people now blindly copied the pattern of their ancestors without realizing its true meaning, modifying and simplifying it, painting on the house often for additional income based on attracting foreign tourists with such a unique culture of the local people, and they do not even understand the basis of the spiritual knowledge they were deprived of and why today they and their rulers are still being so easily controlled by foreigners by engineering unemployment, hunger, riots, and political upheavals in the country. Anastasia Well, who could have thought this? It is clear why the Archon's mouthpieces tell people that signs are a primitive language and that there is nothing of value in them, that it is mere folklore. The more people will interpret them in their everyday meaning, the better it is for the Archons so that no one could get to the essence. And the Archons themselves spare no expense on such projects in order to destroy spiritual knowledge and withdraw creating signs and symbols from the people's memory. Rigdon Well, all is clear with the Archons, but the sad thing is that people themselves, the very majority, allow Archons to do things like that. Anastasia A few more words about the Easter Island. The local population has preserved legends that the ceremonial platforms, Ahu, on which some of the stone statues are situated, serve as the link between the visible and the invisible, the beyond worlds, and that the very stone statues, Moai, contain the supernatural power of their ancestors. The latter, according to the beliefs, 
is supposedly capable of controlling natural phenomena and therefore of bringing about a favorable result, thriving of a nation. Rigdon, there is nothing supernatural there. It is just that at one time, those people lived there who knew how and for what purpose certain signs needed to be activated. Had their descendants not lost the knowledge which they were given, then the people living now on the island would understand themselves and the basic connection with other worlds better, usually for the chronicle, as a way of passing on knowledge and legends to the descendants, knowledgeable people applied signs onto stone statues and often adorned themselves with corresponding tattoos, which had a special symbolic meaning. For uninformed people, those were drawings which meant absolutely nothing, but which instilled respect and fear of those who, in their opinion, probably knew something special. Later on, of course, commonplace imitation took place.